Well, as you probably know by now, before this became a national park, most of the people living here were farmers and ranchers. And you can't really farm or ranch very easily on top of a mountain. So, do you think they ever came up here? You know, aside from the really terrific views, what reason could they possibly have to climb to the top? Turns out, in August of 1890, they had at least one very good reason. A series of unfortunate and tragic events brought this community together. And it started nearly 2,000 miles away in New York City. Now, at the turn of the 20th century, Robert Ray Hamilton was a well-respected politician and a member of the New York City elite. And being the wealthy great-grandson of founding father Alexander Hamilton, well, that certainly didn't hurt his popularity. Now, it was around 1886 when Robert met Miss Eva Steele. She lived about four hours away in the town of Elmira, New York. And soon, the two began a long-distance romance. Then, in 1889, Eva told Robert that she was pregnant. So, to avoid a scandal, Eva stayed with relatives for the next nine months, while Robert sent large sums of money for her prenatal care. Then, after the baby was born, Eva returned to the city and she and Robert got hitched. But Scandal found the couple anyway. They had hired a woman named Mary to be a nanny for their child. And a few months after the wedding, Eva was arrested for stabbing Mary. <laughs> Whoa, bet you didn't see that coming, did ya? Now, fortunately, she survived. When the police asked what happened, she said that she walked in on a fight between Eva and Robert. First, Eva injured Robert, and then she came after Mary. But what Mary said next was a real bombshell. She confessed to knowing that Eva had never been pregnant. It was all a trick. Eva didn't love Robert. She just wanted his money. But that begs the question, uh, just where did the baby come from? Well, turns out, Eva had bought the baby. And not just one, not two, not even three, but four different babies. The first two children Eva purchased tragically died of neglect. You see, Mary might have been a nanny, but she wasn't really the nurturing type. The third was returned because, well, it just didn't look anything like Robert. But the fourth looked just enough like Robert to fool him. Eva was taken to court and convicted of attempted murder. And as soon as she went to jail, Robert filed for divorce. Can you blame a guy? But he also needed to get out of New York and away from all the bad press. So Robert rounded up his buddies, including his business partner, and headed to the Grand Tetons for an extended hunting trip. 
At this point, things should have started looking up for poor old Robert. But after only a few days, Robert disappeared. Now, at first, people thought he had just gotten a little lost and would find his way back to the camp. But as more time passed with no word, the locals formed a search party. Robert may have been an outsider, but he was also a guest. And as I like to point out time and time again on this tour, the folks who used to live here knew what it meant to support each other in times of need. The searchers agreed that when Robert was found, they'd light a signal fire on top of this very mountain to let everyone know that the search was over. One week later, the signal fire was lit. Robert Hamilton's body was found, drowned in the Snake River. Most people suspected that Robert's business partner had killed him. After all, money is often a motivation for murder. And money was what motivated Eva's crimes, too. But there just wasn't enough evidence to arrest anyone. And that, friends, is the wild, reality-show-worthy story of how this mountain got its name. The search for Robert Hamilton and the signal fire that marked the end of the search left such an impression on the locals that they called this Signal Mountain from there on. You know, there are some real downer moments in the story, but what I like about it is that it shows two different sides of life on the frontier. I mean, sure, there was a murder and greed, and life wasn't always fair. But there was also hospitality, kindness, and a recognition of our shared humanity. It was all part of life here in the shadow of the Teton Mountains. <laughs>